To no beer left behind. I am Brian, and I am here with okay, a scratchy microphone. I guess. Sorry, I am here with uh, Frank down in Austin. Frank, how are you, buddy? Doing well, Brian. How are you? Doing dandy, my guy. I'm doing dandy. And uh, Villem up in Tulsa Town. Villem, how are you doing this evening? Also, cannot complain. Also cannot complain. I love that. That's a great way of saying about it. He had to think about that for a second. It's it's like saying you're not wrong, but you know, I can't complain. It's saying what? Instead of it's like you're saying you're not wrong about something, but just you know, in the I'm doing all right kind of way. Vilm's literally kicked back. He's got his feet up on his desk right now, hands behind head, putting off big Friday afternoon energy vibes. On a Wednesday night. On a Wednesday night. Yeah, don't tell him. Don't tell him. He's Dwight Schrute right now. He's thinking today. They call it. They call it a Wing It Wednesday. Wing It Wednesday. It's been Wong. It's it was a Wong Wednesday. And then Friday is FedEx Friday. FedEx Friday. You just work until that bitch gets shipped out, and then you're done. Like you're literally just packaging whatever you got on the desk up. Oh my god. Uh, I. We know we could keep going. I'd, I'd rather not. Um, <laughs> I'd really rather not. I uh, was able to package up uh, what I, a project that I've been working on for a few weeks now and send it out for review today. And it was one of those like in my in my job, I'm, I'm supposed to send things out and, you know, the kind like, hey, let me know if you see any changes we need to make before going live with this. I today when I sent that bitch out, it wasn't I put for review in the subject line. It was not for review. I was telling people, this is gold. Just go ahead and take it as is. I, there's no nothing better that I can be that can be done with this. It's it's perfect as is. So uh, here you go. Uh, for review is formality in this case. Uh, and let me just tell you, hitting send on that bad boy. I don't give a fuck. I don't give a fuck. The rest, I I leave for Disney seven days from now. I'm I'm Disney out. Disney, actually, it's Disney, Illinois. Uh, it's just east of East St. Louis. Uh, <laughs> little known part of Southern Illinois. Um, yeah. Disney, Oklahoma is a, a big uh, four-wheeling area. Uh, yeah, actually, actually, little known fact, Disney, Oklahoma, like 85% pedophiles. They're all just a whole map is just a big red dot. Is it really? Y'all, does Disney Oklahoma exist? I don't yes, even. It does. Oh, it does. Uh, Disney <laughs> Oklahoma is where people go. Man, what Frank said is true. They drive the riverbeds and like yeah. they do rock bouncing out there. Uh-huh. I'm sorry, like, rock uh, bouncing. Yeah. Oh, with they yeah, take like, their jeeps. Oh, most flip them. Okay. Yeah, Let's. And they put like huge suspension and wheels on. I know them. this isn't. I know this isn't and... your crew here, Villem, or you're you're not. You're not the Jeep and crew. I mean, although I don't, I don't know. I haven't seen your CRV lately. I don't know if it's. I don't know if your CRV's got skyjackers on it right now. So I'm assuming you're not participating in the rock thumping or whatever it's called. But we're not. We're, we're not. We're not bouncing rocks, are we? 
We're not, we're just not. We're bouncing no, bouncing jeeps. I'll give you my, jeep bouncing. Um, my brother-in-law is really into the side-by-side hobby. I don't know if you know about that hobby. Yeah, I've seen golf carts with uh, lifted suspensions. It was pretty sweet. It's, I've seen those. I'm not wrong though. <laughs> what what you're the pause the pause was you trying to say if I was right or not. And I'm I'm not wrong anyway. Yeah, yeah, I know you're not wrong, right? Anyway, Thank you. <laughs> I went with them a couple times. You like go out and camping, and I actually did go to Disney. It was kind of cool. I would do it as a hobby. It wasn't so fucking expensive. Yeah, I'm not going to Disney, Oklahoma. It's it's absolutely the last place on earth I'm going. <laughs> I, what is Disney? How dare you, Disney, Oklahoma? How dare you just get together as a group? I'm guessing more well, than 50 got, years ago. We got Deuce Imposters in Oklahoma because we also have Miami, Oklahoma. Well, that's that's so, based on at least a native tribe's name. Ellen, and, and in fact, you're right. I think like Florida is the, the imposter. Is an imposter, but the Miami pronunciation is incorrect. Now, what I will say is, if there's a Bush Gardens, Oklahoma, I'm going to flip my shit. Like, Six Flags over hmm, Tulsa, Oklahoma, Oklahoma, that's too much. Super specific. Yeah, it's fucking too much. What, what is the other big one? It's not Bush yeah, Gardens. Noah's Ark. Yeah. Oh, fucking. Oh, yeah. It, regardless. Sorry. <clears throat> Irregardless. Uh, I'm, not, I'm not going to Disney, Oklahoma. Uh, I'm getting yep. the fuck out of this state. I'm going to possibly a worse state as far as just general fucking like fuckery. fuckery. Yeah. <laughs> He's coughing. Brian's come down. Oh. Brian, yeah. So Brian's going to go to Disney and I've you're picked, going to make your own lightsaber. Yeah. Fuck yeah. Make my own lightsaber. And I'm going to see if there is like maybe a sketchy doctor down there who can like remove the popcorn from my lungs, I guess, or whatever I've developed over the last week. <laughs> it's going to work out great, y'all. It's going to be fantastic. <laughs> Uh, uh, Willem, real quick, because this is a beer podcast. I've, uh, I'm being told by my producer in my ear that I need to ask about beer. Uh, it looks like you're drinking orange juice right now. Uh, is that accurate, or are you simply drinking a hazy IPA? Ah, uh, my effect. No, it's really good. I love that, Willem. You're in a dark room where the only light is coming from. I'm guessing some sort of uh, torch over in the corner, and then your computer monitor. Uh, so I'm getting great resolution with your webcam. Yeah. Uh, it just, how do I turn the? I just want to turn the blurring. On. Oh, you could just you could just lean forward. You could just lean forward with the glass. You're drinking out of a bearded monk cup. Is that what that is? It looks no, like it. Jersey oh. City. Oh, see, dude. you would be able to see all this if I could just turn the damn blur off. There we go. There, uh, Jersey City. It's a hazy IPA. Uh, Jersey City has nothing to do with it. That's just no, the glass. Uh, no, it does not. Um, Heirloom. Um, it's called Wise Blood, and it is a blonde ale with foraged sumac. Oh, oh my god, <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> foraged sumac, yeah, and it's unfined, unfiltered, and unpasteurized. Okay, um, brewed and canned by heirloom, like I said, yada yada. Uh, it's really good, and this can design is insane. Frank, you keep sharing something that we don't have access to. Okay, that's all I'm going to say about that. Um, also, real quick, have you? Uh, how does that beer taste, Willem? Okay, let's see. It tastes good, but let's see. It's still, very hoppy. 
very hoppy. It was a blonde ale with. It smells like sweet and fruity. Um, pretty like pretty hoppy slash bitter. Okay. Say what? Yeah. Yeah, I was gonna say, you you're you're putting in there like a a really, a a bittering bitter agent, <laughs> um, with a blonde ale, so it doesn't probably doesn't have a whole lot to to stand up to. So I'm guessing it is pretty. Yeah. Pretty in your face. It's uh. It has to have hops in it, right? Like that's the rule. I mean, it, yeah. Beer, to be uh, beer in America, I mean, you gotta have hops. I mean, there's no there are no rules in American beer. So Be- maybe they, instead of doing hops, they did the forged sumac. No, I bet. I mean, I bet they still put hops in it. But uh, <laughs> there, there is no there is no rule that like, oh, better have hops in there. I thought uh, there was this whole thing about like it has to be a grain and water and. Yeah, I mean, if you're classifying your product as your fermented product as beer, then yeah, your <clears throat> your uh, sugars have to come from grain uh, rather than just refined sugars. <laughs> Sorry, I was trying not to cough there on mic, and it almost came through. Oh, you're fine, uh, Frank. I saw you uh, knocking the head down off of your beer just a second ago. What are you drinking? Uh, the limited release Oktoberfest by. Sam Adams. Oh, okay. You nice. really sold that in. I was like, shit, yeah. What did you get? Sam Adams is like good beer, though. It is fantastic beer. Good beer. I like good beer. Good beer. <laughs> okay. I don't know if you know how to grant people access to things, Frank. <laughs> it's just <laughs> over three. You're over three. I don't they know. Literally said all I need to do is give you the, 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 link? the link. Yeah. I don't know what you're trying to share, but whatever it is, it's a jam. Is it a white the whiteboard thing? The whiteboard, yeah, it's just a whiteboard. Villem, can you yeah. see it? No, I also don't have access. Okay, I just want to make what sure it wasn't a race thing. It says you need access, requests access, or switch to an account with access. Yeah, I mean, I'm full. I'm full. It says access a lot. Yeah, I, it does say access too many times. Google, you need to fix that. It's it's too much access. You're. Hey, uh, okay. who's in charge of Google now? Is that Mr. Google? Mr. Google, uh, Mr. please. Google. Mr. Uh, G, as we call him. Mr. G? Uh. Yeah. Okay, well, <laughs> yeah, so I'm having the Oktoberfest. It's always a very special moment when I see that on the shelf. So had to buy it today. Great beer. Always high quality. So, yeah, really enjoy it. What's what are other beers that you guys always have to snatch up? What's some of them other beers you got? I, you know, uh, you know what? Uh, I started drinking. I had my first Yingling Oktoberfest a couple weeks ago, and it was quite delicious. Uh, Some people are kind of turned off by how in your face it is, uh, malt wise. I didn't do what? Which beer? beer? Yingling Oktoberfest. Um, It is it is very malty. Uh, and here in Texas, it's kind of opposite of what we get from most Oktoberfests. So we get very hoppy Oktoberfests from the brewers here in North Texas, like RAR. RAR makes a very good Oktoberfest beer. It is very hoppy. Um, the, what you call it, uh, Shiner Oktoberfest is also very, very hoppy. That's what Frank, I think he's commented in the past saying it's spicy. Uh, just big, big, big hops. Yeah. 
Um, but yeah, no, uh, Yingling Oktoberfest, mm, very, very good. So that's going to be one of my, my go-tos, but then, yeah. yeah I th- this time of year is just my favorite. I love the Oktoberfest beers when they come out. Yeah. I don't think there's a better time for beer. Um, the best time for beer is anytime it's in my hand, or my ray case. <laughs> it's, oh, yeah. My favorite beer yeah. is the beer that's in my glass. Yeah. <laughs> I've got it. I'm got a it. big Oktoberfest fan too. My wife is even bigger. I like them, but she like my wife loves Oktoberfest. <laughs> uh, I think Oktoberfest beers or Merits and beers should be available year round. Yeah. I Villain, think between that's your that's your nine eighteen nine eighteen alarm to take your meds. <laughs> yep, that's my uh, blood glucose alarm. Mm-hmm. I think we should be definitely raising awareness about. Um, the beers coming out for Oktoberfest, they are, I mean, and if you can get the true ones, oh, I hear Oktoberfest straight from the Mataland. Yeah, there it is. There it is. Willem's repping that shit. Is that the, is that the Merit Center? Is that the Fest beer? It looks like the Fest beer. No. Yeah. This is not actually the Oktoberfest. This is a Hefeweizen. Oh, Okay. Excellent. I, I just wanted an Iyengar and this look good. So. It's so good. I They do not make bad beer. I don't think they know how to make bad beer. Yeah. I'm saying that. I just like when you go to those Oktoberfest uh, parties or whatever you want to call them at the, I guess, celebrations. At the mall parking lot? <laughs> Wherever they hold them. In mm. Fredericksburg, it's at Altstadt. Right? Oh, well, yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, it's like it takes you like five minutes to get there, walk to the bar, whatever about 30 minutes to get back to your car. Staggering difference. I hate you. I hate, I, God damn it. <laughs> it. Anybody who wonders why we take time off in between episodes, sometimes we have to have a no Frank time period. It's like a cooling off period. Frank's dad jokes have a half-life of about what, a week and a half. And then by the time you shake the last one off, you're ready for the next one. That one was so bad, Frank. Almost as bad as the name Staggeringly. I I just, we can't talk about Oktoberfest without talking about Tulsa Oktoberfest. (laughs) Oh, no. People have been talking about Oktoberfest for hundreds of years without mentioning Tulsa Oktoberfest. (laughs) (laughs) You gotta check it out. Hey, hey, hey. You have to check out. Wait, don't knock it. Don't knock it. You haven't even come up here. I'm not knocking it. Mind you, not knocking the event. I'm knocking your statement about the event. That's, they're probably, they're probably, I mean, they're about to release a article in the Tulsa world about it being the best Oktoberfest in the world. It's the best Oktoberfest clo- within an hour's drive of Disney, Oklahoma. Who's your inside? <laughs> <laughs> hour's drive of what? No, I'm, I'm, from Disney, I'm Oklahoma. I'm ribbing, I'm ribbing on the tabouli statement from the other, <laughs> the other cast. Dude, the, the internet is a buzz. There's actually just really like Polka German community. <laughs> of course there is. The Polka community just, shows up for for Tulsa Oktoberfest. <laughs> Tulsa like actively culturally appropriating everything that's cool about other cultures. Like Kwanzaa Days of Tulsa. How about this? How about this for Tulsa Oktoberfest facts? Maybe for every episode in the month of October, we do a Oktoberfest fact. A Tulsa Oktoberfest Um, fact. But uh, the the chicken dance was invented at the Tulsa Oktoberfest. 
I see so you can say crazy shit like that and no one's gonna fact check. I no, you can go Google that and you'll find Google it. All right, that's let's verifiable. say chicken Google.com. I don't know dance if you've heard of them. song like this little origins hole in the wall search engine. <laughs> oh my uh, god, y'all just, are paying no mm-mm. see y'all fucking optimize some search bullshit and figured out how to how to game gamify Google is what you did. So that the first thing that shows up is the dance first came to the United States in 1981 during Oktoberfest celebrations in Tulsa, Oklahoma. A German band wanted to demonstrate the dance in costume for a local TV station, but a duck costume could not be located. So a chicken costume was used. So wait, the the only reason that it was first, it first came up in the, it was because they couldn't find a fucking duck costume. Otherwise this would have been known as the duck dance. A couple of Plus, fact checks uh, here. Just, is responsible you know, for that catastrophe. In, that's all, I, that's all I'll say. Independent third-party analysis of what just took place here. Willem said, invented. Story said, it came to America. Mm-hmm. Okay. Fact check. Fact check. Not invented. Yeah. Second. Okay, you're apparently... You're whitewashing history, is what you're doing. You're anglifying this bullshit. We've apparently <laughs> not only appropriated the dance... But we have bastardized it. Straight well, we up stolen it because the people came over and did it over here. So oh, like, well, we did it. I'd say I'd say appropriation means taking their dance, turning their duck into a chicken. <laughs> but and yeah, can, maybe that's true. Maybe that's true. But regardless, irregardless. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. Ooh. I, I just want to say that the Tulsa Oktoberfest might be the greatest Oktoberfest on earth. I mean, that's just me. <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah, I'm like, sure that's that's yeah, a that I mean, it's probably a generous statement. My objective. No, it my, sounds pretty. Into many Oktoberfest. <laughs> my, my. I don't think that's my, it. <laughs> my independent independent analysis of the Tabuli and Oktoberfest situation in this country. <laughs> Has, has indicated that we have the best of both worlds here in Tulsa. Hey, everything from tabbouleh to pretzels. Hey, we got you. We got you. And you go run and tell that. Tulsa, Oklahoma, okay, the cultural this? gateway to the world. I bet you can't find a better Oktoberfest in the region. How about that? I think Fredericksburg gets really close. I think I'll yeah. go to Fredericksburg if you come to Tulsa. I think Fredericksburg goes all I've month been long. Oktoberfest. I just haven't been there when you. I went there before okay, you got Brian, here. Have you been? I went. I went there before you got. I went with a girl from a, a different school. You don't know oh, her. What did you think of it? It was all right. <laughs> to a girl from a different school. <laughs> it was all right. <laughs> <laughs> it was all right. No, it's good. A Fassler Hall has a really awesome like. It's a perfect setup for it. I feel like I. I mean, y'all take the pictures that y'all send every year look dope as shit. And I mean, Parker gets pissed drunk every year. I think even. Oh, he loves it. It's a great event. It's just yeah. fun. Oh God, uh, that. Whew. I'll say they legit do. They do awesome things for St. Patty's Day and Oktoberfest. Those two things, Tulsa does go all out for those. Yeah, there's a few good St. Patty's Day. St. Like Patty's Day is. I heard that Oklahoma City is pretty Sorry. good. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Fort Worth is supposed to be pretty good now. Too. I don't, no. the, the Boston St. Patty's <laughs> I attended was just incredible. I, I don't know if Frank can even hear us at this point. I, You can? 
Okay. Yeah. All right. Uh, Fort Worth, I don't know what they do over there. They do uh, cattle drives well. But Dallas, St. Patty's Day, I think, is maybe what you're thinking of. It's pretty tits. Uh, and yeah, uh, what's the, okay, here's the, here's the real deciding factor. Villem, what's the Cinco de Mayo celebration like in Tulsa? Do y'all have one? Because that's going to be telling one way or the other. If your cultural map is legit. Is that that the next? Is that, uh, oh, I just thought this was the next frontier of appropriation that Tulsa has yet yeah, I mean, there's really no way, no better way of whitewashing do, some shit. They do a Cinco de Mayo thing. Do they call um, it Cinco de Drinco? Okay, so like... Uh, okay, they do. All right. No, it's fine. No, absolutely not. Denton has no, one, and Denton is the... Cinco de Drinco? Denton is like... Does everybody go to Los Cabos on the riverfront? Yeah. <laughs> no. No, nobody goes to Los Cabos. Or maybe people do. You know they do. But the like... <laughs> The thing that I'm aware of is the uh, there's a restaurant that puts on luchador wrestling. Oh, Parker is a VIP at that place. I'm almost positive. <laughs> Elote. But I mean, yeah, I don't know. I don't really go out for Cinco de Mayo. So. Okay, good. All right. That was a test. You passed. Um... <laughs> so, okay. If we're going to be honest, we make fun of Tulsa. Tulsa's great, and their their celebration, their uh, St. Patty's Day is absolutely legit. <clears throat> as good, not not quite as good, but almost as good as Boston's. Those Boston, kind of things are getting super busy. Yeah. What were you saying? <laughs> no, I, I was just saying Boston's is just so big, it's very difficult to match. But outside of that, it's very yeah. authentic. It's awesome. Austin's got a massive Irish. Yeah. Uh, no. Well, uh, little known fact: Disney, Oklahoma, full of Irish folk. Fucking huge <laughs> Irish population. Uh, there's actually Leprechaun Land, Kansas, that you guys are probably not familiar with. <laughs> probably haven't heard of it because you're not cool enough. You're not. Yeah, it's very underground. Um, it's on the down low. Yeah, short. Well, while while uh, Tulsa is busy appropriating all of these cultures and having <laughs> a version of their festivals, yes, <laughs> we we do have a pretty cool festival coming up this weekend in in Austin. Which, if you are local to Austin, it's one of the longest running festivals period in the city. I think it's almost eighty years now. What they've been doing, that they've been doing this festival. It's always during pecan harvest season. And they call it the Pecan Street Festival. And it's like a folk songwriting. It started as that. Now it's just kind of, you know, local bands and whatnot. But it's Pecan Street in downtown Austin. And they line it with little, like, shops and food. And I don't know. It's like a true festive environment. So we're going to go check it out for the first time. We've meant to go several times. But we always seem to be not here or someone's sick or whatever. So, I mean, here's the deal. It sounds great. Unless you're allergic to pecans, in which case stay the fuck away from everything to do with that part of the city. So they call it pecan street. Funny enough. I don't know that there are any pecans left on that street. Oh, they're probably not, but they're going to be down there this weekend, baby. We got pecans (laughs) left and right. You You know, say, Pecan or pecan? Oh, God. No, pecan. Here we go. Strap pecan. in, kids. Or no. do you say pecan? 
I feel like that is a bit inside. <laughs> it's a little inside baseball, South African edition, I'm guessing. I don't fucking know what just happened here. Brian just had a stroke. I thought I thought the drugs that I'm on were really fucking with me. He should have seen his face. It was so good. Motherfucker comes up it's with picante so sauce. <laughs> what the fuck is happening? Oh, thank you, Brian. Are you not culturally appropriating our language as well? Yep. Thanks. Give me a second. I'll fucking ruin it completely. It's <laughs> enough that you guys are celebrating the Queen 24-7. Now you've got to take over our language, too. I see. <laughs> I see how it is. <laughs> I'm sorry. I took you dancing on her open grave as a fucking celebration. Yeah, Oops. no, I wasn't dancing on her grave, but I was certainly did not give a damn that she was dead. Um, well, you know what people did give a damn about? This is going to be a good segue, and I want you to Oh, just... wait, 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 wait. Ah. We just the pecan thing pecan sorry so pecan did you know in texas you are allowed to pick up pecans on anyone's land if if you can have access right so if you like walk on the sidewalk and there's a pecan tree you're allowed to pick up those pecans yeah because um back in the great depression mm-hmm. the pecan collection and sales back to the general store was like one of the main ways to keep your family going. So they they made it legal and never made it illegal again. So if you're in Texas and you are able to access pecans from most people just pick them at the public parks um, and you're looking for a little cash, you can you can go just pick up pecans and sell them by the pound to tons of Ace Hardwares and whatnot. Fleet Farm buys them back from you, um, et cetera. Cool. Yeah. I literally, when you started talking about picking up things on a sidewalk, I was like, we're like future governors who got hit by pecan tree limbs and shit like that. That limb was just a tad, tad too late. Yeah. Or Um, early. I'm not exactly sure, but it did not strike a defining blow. No, it didn't. Oh, it defined. Uh, It wasn't a, anyway, (laughs) I don't want to threaten actions on. Yeah. I don't want to do that. No, 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 no more than the tree did. Not. <laughs> you know, uh <laughs> it's our favorite time of year. Do what? I said fuck yo lay. Right on it. <clears throat> it's our favorite favorite time of year. Uh it's football season. Okay. Yeah. Um, I realized last weekend that I kind of got swept up in like the opening season opening weekend of like football season. The weather was nice. And when I say oh, yeah. opening weekend, I understand that college football has been playing for like 18 weeks now. But to be honest with you, it was big, big game weekend last weekend. It, it was. was. There were yeah, no I, more. No directional wait. teams weren't playing other teams like that were top ranked. Um, you know, it was it was some legit football being played and some illegitimate football being played. Notre Dame looking at you. And it was, you know, it was just it was just a great time to be alive. Now, one of the things that I know Frank really loves is sports radio now oh, i'm gonna play a clip that i saw that, that i heard today and when we talk about people who are overreacting about sports i want you to listen to this first guy who's calling in with his reaction to the nebraska Cornhuskers game last weekend which they i don't know played like shit i guess it's nebraska what the fuck are we mad about listen to this first guy okay okay on husker nation i mean look i'm a three-time cancer survivor Congratulations. Cancers, thank you. 
All three of those cancers were easier to survive than the last four plus seasons of this crap. <laughs> I mean, you. That was a live live call. A three-time cancer survivor who legitimately said surviving those cancers was better than watching the last four seasons of Husker football. So here's, here's the here's the real question about that dude, right? So he calls in and says that did did they carry his cussing live on air? What by saying cancer? No, no, no. Replay what you just played. I think he said, <laughs> he said fuck. No, right. he didn't. I'm pretty sure he did. Nation. I mean, look, I'm a three-time cancer survivor. Congratulations, All three of those cancers. Thank you. All three of those cancers were easier to survive than the last four plus seasons of this crap. <laughs> I mean, you can bring it all. He said, "Look, I'm a three-time can." What do you think uh, he said? Uh, fuck. <laughs> it, sounds like, it sounds like fuck. Okay, so I want to. I want to also show you something. Give me just a second. I'm going to pull it up because this is. Oh man, this is perfect. So. Uh, football, you, you're right, just started, and on Saturday, or sorry, on Sunday, the Vikings had a, uh, what ended up being a, essentially, exhibition against the Green Bay Packers, and the day after, um, I, I've, I've, I've spoken about this radio personality before, um, He's his name is the common man, he's on the Minnesota uh, sports radio for the Vikings called KFAN. And the day after, he also like always has it's like overreaction Monday, but he calls out other people for overreacting, but then he overreacts himself, right? And one of the things he always does when the Vikings do well, it's this bit. And I just want to play it because it's it's such clever comedy. And he writes this. I'm I'm betting throughout the season. Um but he goes through every NFL team mm-hmm. and like says something negative about him and then his his co-host goes dead. It's like dolphins. Da, 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 da. Dead. They're all dead. They're all dead. The Vikings are going to win the Super Bowl. So just listen listen through this. It's really clever. Um give me just a second while I get it. Live live producing by Frank. Love yeah. It. Yeah, I think you're gonna like it. It's it's totally. That is so hot. Bills. If you go to dinner with Mark Rosen, he won't pay them, even though he agreed to beforehand. Chargers. Seeing them in during the LA heat wave is useless due to the role. Traders! Quarterback is 43 years old and was terrible when he played for the Texans. Eagles! Quasi and Dovamenza signed their punt returner and they'll never be able to recover. Packers! Hey, Rogers, too busy getting in touch with his inner self and vomiting in the Costa Rican jungle to prepare for the season. Jets! Should merge with the Giants and call themselves the Gents. Giants! Should merge with the Jets and call themselves the Gents. Commanders! Too demanding. Cardinals! The quarterback prepares less than common. Rams! Constantly butting heads with each other in the locker room. Jaguars! Named after a British automaker and they're too devastated at the loss of Queen Elizabeth to play football. Panthers! Their quarterback is Baker. Is it Baker? Sorry, is it Baker? Dolphins! Would die within minutes if not fully submerged in water, so the idea of them playing outdoors for three hours on a Sunday is preposterous. Lions! It's the year of the cant. Chiefs! Arrowhead cases. 
Ravens. Got superstar Mike Moore signed with them. He'd have a Super Bowl ring. Texas. Everything is bigger in Texas, especially their margin of defeat. Cowboys. I'm Dak Prescott. Playing quarterback is all I do, and I don't do it well, especially with a broken thumb. 49ers. If at first you don't succeed, trade, trade again. Seahawks. The Supersonics have a better chance of winning the title and they no longer exist. Titans. If you spelled out their name letter by letter on the Power Trip Morning Show, all 42 cast members would laugh hysterically halfway through it. Yoga bands, brass, bears. Describes their cupboard. Broncos. Am I supposed to say that? Limited. Limited. <laughs> Bengals. Burrow, what their quarterback will be attempting to do underground with Daniil Hunter and Zadarius Rucker are coming at him. Browns! Their future quarterback won't be able to play when he's on house arrest unless he lives in the stadium like Baker Mayfield used to. Steelers! Won't know what time the game starts now that Big Ben is gone. Saints! The only win they'll see is in the first three letters of their quarterback's last name. Patriots! They're in jail after storming the Capitol while wearing funny hats on January 6th. Buccaneers! Brady's done. He's not even the best quarterback on the roster. Colts! Dolts! Falcons! Arthur Blank! They're all dead! Daddy, 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 the show right away with this i'm angry <laughs> why are you angry it's just a bunch of dad jokes it's the best. <clears throat> uh, what what I mean, that was impressive i'm not gonna lie but how i'm angry i'm angry i'm angry that this man is employed now i really am i'm upset how his entire life i'm upset how you're spending your time uh receiving entertainment or what you perceive as entertainment it's the best it is it's not even top five thousand friends Hold on. He said, Jaguars! They're upset that they're a British automaker and they're still mourning the loss of the Queen! I love the so Jets. They should merge with the Giants and call themselves the Gents! The Giants! They should merge with the Jets and call themselves the Gents! You motherfucker. At least if you have any comedic timing, space it the fuck out. Or at least don't say it in the sense. I fucking, I can't. I cannot. It is not the fact that it's a dad joke after another dad joke. That's cool. Whatever. It's the pacing, the spacing, and the fucking fact that you find joy. I hate it. I hate every second of it. The common man can eat dicks. The common man, no. He needs to. mm -mm. Okay, so that, that whole bit is like when you listen to these sports radio stations, right? They're like. They're hyping up these teams and hype up the games and whatnot. So that's that's his bit. He always does that bit. I always enjoy it because, I don't know, I love the dad jokes in it. But sure, I can see how if that's your only introduction to the common man, you'd be like, man, what a dick. He never speaks in that manner. Like okay. he, he, his, his tonation for delivering a joke, that's just a bit. That's just I know, a bit that I, I know, I know, I know. It was also the the <laughs> thirty five second. The, as as Willem says, a long walk for a short drink. When he <laughs> ma- is making a spell out Titans, and you say Hold tit, on. and then someone who's apparently associated with the radio station will giggle at it because I'm assuming sophomoric humor is what they get joy out of, not this highbrow shit that I'm spitting out right now. <laughs> annoys me. Annoys me. Okay, so that's the most listened to sports radio station in the country, by the way. That in, um, okay. 
They've they've but, figured out the algorithm. They figured out how to get people to listen. Quickly, Congrats. Quickly just repeat the one joke that got me. It got me on a walk. I'm walking like my daughter, you know, school, and he says <laughs> Steelers, they don't know what time it is because they lost Big Ben. It's, I like that one. You ready? I know what time it is. It's sexual assault o'clock. It just he sucks. Ben Roethlisberger sucks. He does. Yeah, rape o'clock all the time. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Okay. So it didn't mean to derail, but yeah. All right, Brian. So abstinent, <laughs> but totally meant to derail. <laughs> Did, didn't mean to derail. Took me ten minutes to get the clip pulled up. Uh, there was a commercial break that I had to scrub through real quick. <laughs> Uh, Big Ben, oh, what a joke! <laughs> oh my god, uh, yeah, and and the Dolphins not being able to breathe, so how are they going to play? <laughs> Commanders, too pushy. <laughs> Fucking Christ! It's too good. It's too good. The oh Vikings god. get defeated by the Celts. What else we got? <laughs> Adults. <clears throat> okay. So, <clears throat> excuse me. I'll clear my airways. All right, so Brian, you were watching. I was not watching. I was actually out and about um, Saturday evening. Do you want to describe the scene at Kyle Field for those who did not get the pleasure of seeing that team lose? To- oh, my God. <laughs> Appalachian now, State. If it were two years ago, we would be like, wow, FCS school. Yeah. Can't say that anymore, but non-Power 5 school is now you know that statement i mean they literally just came from division two <laughs> football two I, years dude it was uh it was a goddamn terrible game it was a it was such a bad game to watch it really was like there's no there was no re- redeeming quality really from either team the fact that appalachian state just happened to fucking stick it out long enough to to see the w uh was really what was impressive uh both schools, like I said, played like shit. Um, that like A and M just played worse, which was fucking great because I don't like A and M, and seeing them lose at home was just a special cherry on the cake. You think you think A and M would have benefited from um, Brian's dad's halftime speech? No, uh, no, 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 no. Their fuck up came in the second half, so uh, it wouldn't have. Wouldn't have had an effect. Good question, though. Good question. Um, also, Tom Tom gave a pregame speech. Uh, uh, well, okay, yeah. sure. Sorry. Do you think the pregame speech is what they need for the next game to get them all fired up? No, nah, I'd, I'd really suggest no one ever received that pregame speech. <laughs> it was it was it was historically bad. Uh, I mean, it was historically accurate, but no, I don't know. It was fucking. There will be books written about how bad that speech was. He, he, I don't know. Have I told that? I've told the story on the podcast, right? I've not told it on the podcast, but I want to quickly just prepare Villain. Villain, this is one of the funniest yet, like, it's, it's, it's like momentary funny. That what the story is not funny, (laughs) but like the state high school football game, the final. Uh-uh. Right. No, no. I'll, 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 I'll set it up correctly, but scene, but hold on. Let me just quickly tell Villain one thing. Um, like pre, yeah. Okay, fine. Just go. Pre- yeah, yeah. 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 So <laughs> yeah, Frank is like, I'll let you tell it. Hold on. Let me tell it real quick. 
No, uh, so it is it is uh, the second round of the state playoffs, my junior year of high school, okay? Playing football, we're playing a team that uh, has produced, <laughs> they produced the Woods brothers who all went to school at Oklahoma State, Dewan, Donovan, Rashawn. and Rashawn, yeah. All three of them, and mind you, Donovan had just oh, graduated. Donovan had just graduated the year before and yeah. they had won state the year before the year before that the year before that you catch a trend right so <clears throat> we're playing this team we're everybody has got us to you know the 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 papers be like oh doing the state high school predictions uh we were predicted to fucking lose unanimously like there was not a single columnist who had picked us to win and uh rightfully so because we were about to go get our asses beat everybody knew it it was pretty bad so <clears throat> we are we we're backstage, if you will, because we didn't really have locker rooms. Uh, we were just kind of hanging out outside in an area, in a designated space. Behind the bleachers. Behind the bleachers area, yeah. And uh, it was quiet. It was dark. It was a good time for uh, old Tom to come in, Vietnam vet Tom, to come in and uh, liven the crowd up, really give them some, something to be pepped up about. My dad walks over, puts out a cigarette right before he walks over, and he's wearing his Marine Corps letterman's jacket situation that we got him a couple years prior uh, for Christmas. He's really, really feeling it. He uh, he sits up in front of everybody, and he's like, let me tell you a story about some Marines. <laughs> okay, we're already... I'm in. Like, let's do this. I'm I'm on the level right with you, right? I understand. Like, same, same. You're talking my level. You're talking about a bunch of Marines who signed up to go to combat, fight for their lives in their country, and I'm playing two A state football. We're in the same. We're in the same breed, my brother. Let's do this. <laughs> my dad proceeds to tell us the story of how seven Marines and like two machine guns and 18 pistols and a half a box of ammo and two tampons held a hill in some foreign land that we were probably there for sketchy reasons, but we didn't really get into that at the time. We left all that aside. My dad tells us this story, the entire team. Okay. We've got seniors there. This is definitely going to be their last game because we know we're going to get their ass. We're going to get their asses kicked. Okay. It's going to be a bad deal all around. And they're like processing. This is the last time I'm gonna ever put the, put this red helmet on and go out and play for sale high school football. <laughs> oh, Tom's gonna come in. He's gonna give us a good lesson on how to stand up and fight for what we got. We're gonna do this. <clears throat> My dad goes, "Yeah, these seven Marines took a hill, no bigger than this hill. We were on a hill. I will point that out. We were <laughs> on an elevated area. Now there was uh, a public restroom at the top of the hill." Um, and, uh, what a room that was unair conditioned that was supposed to be our locker room that we weren't in. Okay. That was what was at the top of the hill. And he's like, no, seven men, those seven young men fought off the enemy all night long. Okay. That's how is that going to connect with us playing football? The big skin around. Oh yeah. I'm just hoping we don't have an onside kick and I don't get lit up like I did earlier this year. <laughs> Hey, Dad, what happened then? What happened when the guy went to fair catch and they didn't honor his fair catch? Did they shoot him? Did they throw a yellow flag? Or did he get a redo on getting shot in the face? He didn't. That sucks for him. I hope I get a redo on getting hit in the face. I hope they throw a penalty. 
on me. And I get I get on my team yards closer to the point zones. So he tells us this fucking 20 minute story, much like this one, a 20 minute story of how seven young men fought to their death holding this hill all night long as slowly one by one. Their comrades got picked. No, he didn't say comrades because that's very communist. Uh, uh, fellow sol- fellow Marines, because Marines aren't soldiers. Fellow Marines got picked off one by one throughout the night. Soon there was just this 18-year-old boy. And he looks over at some of the seniors. He's your age. Thanks, really. I didn't fucking, I didn't know my own age at this point. Your age. Your age. And the last thing he did was make sure that flag was flying when he took his last breath. All right, let's go out and win a football game, boys. Two A state titles on the line. It's just like that hill in Korea. Let's fucking do this, huh? Huh? You guys ready to ready to play? Let's go out there and get them, huh? Got our asses kicked. 28-14. I don't fucking know where it was. No one was paying. He was saying crazy shit. When I say crazy shit, at one point, I am I can't make eye contact with any of the people on that football team. <laughs> Because they're staring through me. They're so fucking pissed that my dad is coming over and bumming everybody out. Like, it's like, it is no different than you and your buddies. You go to a bachelor party, you're going to the strip club, and one of your buddies gets there, everybody's just pussies in their face, right? Just tits a galore. And your buddy goes, you know what? Jesus was a fisher of men, right, guys? And I think we can save some of these ladies tonight. Same, same level of bummer. <laughs> Same level of bummer that happened. People were like, what the fuck is your dad talking about? I was like, dude, I'm pumped. I'm ready for this game because this story has gotten me jacked. I'm ready to go. I like the, the moral of the story, like after his pump up speech, one, every coach and every person who had a pulse and ears that night came up to me and was like, Hey, your dad's never given a pregame speech. I was like, yeah, no noted. I don't, I'm okay. I'm not the one who has to tell him. I never wanted him to talk. And they were like, yeah, okay. It, so, and then secondly, uh, I realized that really nothing that I was going to inevitably fail at in life was going to suck as hard as getting shot in the face on a hill. <laughs> while my fucking shitty piece of flag material flew above my dying carcass. That sucks real hard. It sucks way worse than getting beaten Millwood. Like, like fucking the worst that pregame speech. Absolutely horrible. I mean, honestly, dude, my dad. Okay, he made one more speech in my high school career. Okay, so the next year, my senior year, we go to the state championship. First time that my school went to the state championship in football in thirty years, like to the year, and uh, it was big, big deal. Uh, you know, little little town in Oklahoma. Football's our goddamn life force. It is our identity. So obviously, winning helped everybody. Everybody loved us. Uh, final pep rally before the state finals. Two A. Two A. Yeah. Two. No, no, no. Class Two A, not the Second Amendment. My dad's also a big supporter of that. Um, no, I, would, uh, I know what you mean. No, I, I, I it's just funny because it's like two A, especially in Texas, is pretty small, right? Like, yeah, but two A. See, here's the deal: two A in Texas and in Oklahoma is fierce. It's fierce as fuck. Yeah, because it's literally right, all that right, town has. Man, isn't it? Do what? Isn't everything below two A is eight man? Isn't it? I'm not sure. Uh, I know it's not in Oklahoma. In Oklahoma, single A is still eleven man football. Um, B is, B and C are eight man. Um, okay. but I mean, in Oklahoma, 
my senior year is pretty cool. Uh, 32 teams went to the, went to the playoffs in all the classes in every class, except for two a in two a 64 teams went to the final, uh, went to the playoffs. So we had, we had a fucking 15 week season. My senior year, <laughs> we played a goddamn NFL schedule my senior wow. year. Uh, but you know, what's, you, normal, what's normal for that age, like 10 games, 10, 10 regular season games and then play like four rounds of playoffs. Right. Right. So we, we just played an extra, extra game, but, uh, it was no, cool as shit. 15, though. Yeah, That's it was. It, no, it was, no, we played 10 regular oh, season games. So we're, you know, final game season. We have a big pep rally. A whole town shows up we're in the high school basketball oh, gym. I knew about it. Do what? Said whole town knew about it. Whole town knew about it. nothing else to do in December. We're the last team playing in Oklahoma, baby. Seriously, there was two teams right. playing football. It was great. Um, oh, it hey, was hey, also just before I will commend the the culture around high school football, high school sports in general, even baseball in Oklahoma. As intense as it gets, I respect it. Like there's there's a lot of passion. Same with here in Texas. It's better than wishy-washy, like, oh, we're just dabbling in a sport. Yeah, you can dabble in a sport, but at some point, some kids are going to take it serious. Those yeah. are the kids that you play, and you should give them an opportunity to become very good. That was that was us. We chose to uh, – we just liked playing football. That's really what it boiled down to. We weren't, like, great, but we put, kept playing. Anyway, so the stage is set. <sighs> cheerleader – oh, by the way, also my senior year, we didn't have any cheerleaders. Technically, oh. we had one cheerleader – um, but they were like, this is embarrassing. How many, how many, sorry, Brian, how many yell leaders did you have? None, 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 none yell leaders. And no, I will not let my child play football. That was fucking terrible on my body. It was the dumbest thing. But anyway, I digress. Um, no, no cheerleaders. We had, I we may have had two, but we didn't have any, um, band kicked ass though. Band had like 15 people in it and it was fucking awesome. Like night, not they had 15 people, 19 drummers. It was the damnedest thing I ever saw. <laughs> the coolest, the coolest shit that happened when I went to your high school football game. I think was it in Lexington? No, it was in Luther. Sorry, we Luther. almost got arrested. <laughs> and well, that was a different story another day. Um, that game is the first time I ever saw a. I believe the dude was an offensive lineman jog off the field, go get his fucking trumpet. <laughs> <laughs> back on the field and join the band at the halftime in pads <laughs> in pads dude never got the halftime speech yeah no we had we had players all throughout high school like every year do that yeah. um it was shit, shit you see in in small town Oklahoma it was it was it was wild shit so uh the the like high school principals there telling everybody hey we're gonna band's gonna play some shit and we're gonna get the football coach up here he's gonna talk to us and uh go dragons and uh yep somewhere in the midst of mike passing off old tom got a hold of the microphone <laughs> and saunters out mid-court might as well have been wearing golf shoes out on this fucking golf uh, on the on the basketball court because it was the loudest crunchiest new balances i've ever heard in my life as he's just walking out fucking up the basket the gym floor <laughs> basketball coach is just grinding his teeth over there Tom grabs a microphone. Tom grabs a microphone. First words out of his mouth. Mind you, you know what you di- you know damn well what jacket he's wearing. It is a Marine Corps Letterman jacket, right? He says, "I think you all know where." Do what? That's when he comes ready to play. Oh yeah, it's his fucking. 
This is game time, baby. I only get called up for this once a year. No one called you, Tom. Anyway, he gets up there and he goes, I think you all know where my background is. Turns around to show and points double thumbs at his back to the Marine Corps emblem on the back of his jacket. And everybody who was there, who was privileged enough to be at the previous year's pregame speech became visibly and audibly uncomfortable because they were like, oh, fuck, Tom's going to tell the entire town about the time that these seven Marines got murked on a hill and compare it to high school football again. (laughs) The coaches were like, oh, I heard one of my coaches go, oh, shit. (laughs) It was like they they were about to, like they were watching an entire town about to get traumatized. It was amazing. Out of respect to the Marine, you can't take that Michael. Yeah, what are you gonna do? He's a fucking well-known Vietnam vet. Okay, at that point in the early two thousand, there were like four World War II vets still alive in in my hometown. Maybe about ten, or maybe maybe a dozen Korean vets, Korean War vets, and then maybe the same number of Vietnam vets still like kicking in my hometown. I know this. Because they documented all of them on the fucking plaques in town. And they yeah. marked the ones who are no longer with us. Like it's some sort of weird death tally situation in the center of town. So yeah. it's... Well, your, your dad also had, what, like six Purple Hearts? He had eight, he had eight Purple Hearts and a bunch of other like, distinguished like medals and shit. Yeah. And he's like a everybody. I mean, he's a distinctive person in general. Like it's hard to laugh too hard. Uh, like either way, you know. Oh, oh, you're definitely not walking up and grabbing the mic out of his hand. That's right. definitely in front of the whole town. Sorry, what I'm trying to establish here is an individual who has that many purple hearts. Oh yeah, and that amount of distinguishment within their own community, let alone the national community. Eight, eight is a it's a lot incredible number of purple hearts yeah. to have not died. Yeah. And you, he could probably go, I mean, your dad is probably at the level where he could place a fucking karaoke mic right on the White House lawn <laughs> and start talking. And they'd be like, dude's got eight Purple Hearts. Please, <laughs> he please he do not give Tom that idea. I don't, he, I know he won't fly, but he'll try to drive it. And I don't, <laughs> I don't want to see my dad get tased. <laughs> I guess we're going to find out if he listens to the podcast or not. Oh, oh, fuck. He did recently. He got his first iPhone. We'll talk about that in a bit. All right. Uh, but yeah, no, Tom got up and uh, I don't, I honestly have no recollection of what the man said in front of the entire town, but I do, because I was like literally sweating. I was like, oh, fuck. What is about to be said? Also, the fact that, I mean, he, I get my mouth from him. Like the fact that he didn't curse on Mike. The, the Lord was looking out for one small town in Oklahoma that night um, because he didn't curse on Mike. He didn't, he didn't, not one slur came out of his mouth about people who live in. Just to like be very clear as to how unusual this is, the very first words, not like, I, I had never spoken to Tom in my whole life. And I came home with Brian one weekend. And he goes, Francois, how the fuck are you? Brian's told me a lot about you. (laughs) Yeah, he's saying that with a cigarette hanging out of his mouth, a portion of of two of his fingers missing, and uh, Diet Coke in his other hand, while his dog, like, 
uh, it was Spud. So he was probably jumping around like a fucking madman. So yeah, yeah. yeah it's, it's good. It just gotten Spud. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, so yeah, no, my dad didn't embarrass me in front of the entire town that night, uh, but went on to get the cops called on him twice before I graduated high school. And that was, so that was December. So from December to May, he had the cops, he had two noted interactions with the police in my hometown in five mm. months is one of the proudest moments, probably one of the proudest years. Uh, they definitely proudest 20 months of my life living in my small town. Uh, well, I, I will say... <clears throat> That speech, I have verified, validated, revalidated with everybody that I know that has play, that played in that game, which aren't a lot. There's like three people. Well, I was going to say, you said validated. Val- I was like, I, I don't think you've talked to I, that many I asked, people. I asked everybody, did this really happen? It really happened. Dude, people who it's weren't scary. even playing football knew about that speech and heard about it because afterwards people were like, that was the wildest shit I've ever heard. I got to tell somebody. <laughs> Parents were walking by. They were concerned because he was like, and they're gunning them down the hill. It was like, <laughs> hi, fucking hot dog vendors walking by getting suited up. The refs walked by at one point and dad's like, they didn't have a magazine between them and they didn't stop fighting. It was like, and that's the line judge. He's going to be making sure that our receivers are set. You want to come over and hear this? Come on. It's pretty important. You're going to want to hear this. It is fucking wild. It was, it was some wild shit. I just like, like Frank said, at no point is any like self-respect, like self-aware, respectful human being going to be like, Tom, would you shut the fuck up right now? Cause this is scaring people right now there. You've got kids traumatized. Uh, Billy right there. Uh, he is in junior ROTC and Billy just <laughs> quit. He just quit ROTC. He, and he knows that by quitting, he's technically going AWOL. He's probably going to do prison time. But he said, and I quote, I'll take one up the ass before I take one in the skull. Okay? Because Tom scared the shit out of me. <laughs> so you take that for what you will, Tom. Why don't you go sit down in the stands? Maybe have maybe smoke a dart on the way over there. <laughs> cool off a little bit. Like, my dad doesn't have nom flashbacks. He puts everybody else in that hell. <laughs> it's fucking wild. <laughs> I'll be honest, that story still sometimes when I think about it, I'm like, man, it really sucks that he knows the story. Yeah. In terms of opportunistic, (laughs) he makes everyone relive it with him. Fuck yeah, he does. (laughs) That that fucking pump up speech Rolodex just went, boom, got got it. This one right here. overall message is at least it's not as bad as this (laughs) dude that shit that could be the fucking title of my like autobiography of growing up in my house (laughs) like hey you think this is bad (laughs) dot 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 Whether it's my mom being the oldest of like six kids living through a depression era household where literally the the sole wedbrenner or breadwinner of the house sells ice to people. That was my my grandpa's job was just selling ice to put in like those giant those comically large bricks of ice that people put in the bottom of their ice yeah. boxes. Yeah, yeah. That was my pop pop. That's what he did for Pepsi, and uh, that was his only job. Uh, somehow, fucking fed six kids, bought a house in South Fort Worth fed everybody for 18 no fucking 20 something years uh and then my dad obviously like well everything was fine till 
till my daddy shot himself and I had to run away to California at 14 years old, lie about <laughs> lie about my age so I could join the military. After that, life was pretty good. You know, except for the eight purple hearts and in and out of Korean hospitals. Fucking what? Oh my god. Yeah. Yeah, no. It's my whole life growing up villain. Well, at least it's not that life. bad. That's a hard life. Hey, no, it's fun. Definitely uh leads me to share fun ass stories like this with y'all cuz because <clears throat> you know what? If I don't speak up, the story dies with me. The story dies yeah. with me. Oh. My God. Frank's got the lights up. Yeah, I know. He's like out in the patio and he's pointing directions to either the dog or his camera's frozen. Gang, I got to do a wrap. You do? Oh, sorry. Just finishing. Yeah, so um, before we wrap, just one quick thing. Yes. Um, the the story that you told about your dad, not only the halftime, the speech afterward. It's my favorite. It's honestly like it's so fucking funny, and legitimately one of the coolest dudes I've ever met. He has a shit ton of stories to tell, and they sometimes migrate to something that you might not want to hear. And that does happen. <laughs> or something that didn't happen either. <laughs> or something that didn't happen. But he, As he's gotten he older. Have, he does have some really cool stories that he knows. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. It's fucking some of them are just too goddamn much. Literally not for public consumption. But. No, but I mean, hey, eight purple hearts, let him tell whatever he wants. It's kind of, <laughs> that's kind of... Him. Kind of our vibe, as long as he's not hurting nobody, you know? <laughs> yeah, just chat it up. And I will tell you, I don't think I've met a person at his age that listens to as much high school football. Oh, my God. Yeah. That's what he does, villain. Like, <clears throat> this time of the year, from now until late December, Friday nights, Thursday nights now, I guess, as well, um, He'll toss on high school football and listen to it on the radio. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It's wild. It's wild. Uh, yep. Vil- Wait, is that Villem sparking something up or is that at your house, Frank? No, that's just my sparking. It's my daughter's ibuprofen. What? <laughs> okay. All right. Uh, well, I'm going to. Oh, my God. I really got to. Wayne's lighter. <laughs> I. It's- what it sounded like. It was like, is Fireman? Is that the Fireman intro? Oh, yeah. We're just now Did starting. Did you ever uh... see that meme where it's like, because all his songs would start with this, the, the lighter sound. From oh, songs. yeah. It's like all the years he never got a new lighter. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to throw them away because, you know, they're plastic. I don't know how I feel about plastic going into landfills. It's a whole thing. Oh god! <laughs> right, just try to refill it. He's supposed to be having a new album come out. Lil Wayne. Yeah. Oh, they He's, said it. They said apparently, it. he is no longer on codeine because his seizures got so bad. I'm they finally got bad enough, huh? Good. Good. <laughs> see, yeah. see about that. Film. <laughs> they finally got bad enough, huh? Yikes! Well, like, <laughs> like I remember it being like a really big deal when he went into the hospital the first time he had a seizure and they thought he was going to die and stuff. And it's like, yeah, no, this is it. <laughs> Remember when Rick that's Ross? Like, oh, that's for real. This time he finally had a bad enough one. <laughs> like, yeah, Rick- I don't, I don't, that dude, honestly, like, could have been one of the greatest ever, and he fucked it up. 
<clears throat> if he didn't do codeine to the level that he did, or really probably ever got introduced to Cody. Um, Cause he, he was the only other dude that never wrote shit down. It was all just from his head. And I guess at some point his head got stuck with the same lyrics over and over and over again. Mm-hmm. Uh, you- I sent a, a video earlier today uh, of uh, DMC from run DMC talking oh, about yeah. modern uh Hip hop and like wherever hip hop's at right now, you guys should check it out. I will because I I I I think I know what he's talking about. I I just saw some of the comments on it. Um, I I I happened to cross it earlier today as well. I thought was it on Reddit or something? I don't know. I found it on Twitter. It might have been on Reddit. Maybe it it was on Twitter where I passed it as well because I follow some of the hip hop news channels. Yeah, and they um. Hold on one second. Well, I got to wrap. Yeah, I do too. Um, uh, I'm gonna. I, I was gonna say I really have got to redo the songs for our outros because I have all those uh, medieval like cover songs on here. Yeah, I have a fife on it. Um, Rough Riders anthem, Wizard Dre. It's bad. I really got to change it up. Anyway, uh, sorry. Okay. Qu- quickly, it's finishing. So, um, can I finish? Can I finish? No, no. Apologies, my wife. That's okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. Turn off the work. Um, so no. So the one thing that that I like cannot understand is like we we all saw it coming with I guess Chief Keef and all these guys in Chicago, but it is now like rampant where gangs are rapping back and forth about killing each other to like very violent manners and like the lyrics and it's just become so toxic like the whole bit that these kids are listening to i don't know we grew up with toxic rap but it wasn't the only thing that was out there and now it's like it's a pretty extensive array of I don't know. I think, music says, I think that shit. tells you something about what people find relatable right now. No doubt. No doubt. It's a problem. Yeah. It's a huge problem. And I, I think when you go listen to, you know, so, okay. So you can, you can have a problem with the rap style, which I know a lot of us who grew up during, you know, what I would call like the poetic rap era. We don't always understand why someone would mumble rap, but whatever. But when you look at some of these lyrics, you're like, holy shit, you're just like literally talking about murdering someone and bragging about it. <clears throat> That's, I don't know. That's a lot. That's <laughs> a lot. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. It's, I mean, pull up to your grandma's house and pop, 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 pop. I mean, 21 Savage was rapping about that shit like eight years ago. Yeah, but that's where it started. Like, I know. All of this that's stuff, what I'm saying. Like that was eight yeah. years ago. How far has it gone? Yeah. Like in that time, pretty fucking far. So if if you uh, want to go see something that's like like, obviously this the 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 uh, Run DMC thing. That's I'm gonna go listen to that. I haven't seen it. But well, Run is dead. But yeah, DMC. Sorry, Rev Run is dead. Yes, the the DMC component of Run DMC. Um, if no, you want to go, Run is actually dead. I'm sorry. Yeah, I'm over here googling when did Rev Run die. 
No, like, but a J- well, okay, has... so Jam Master J is dead. Yeah, that's who I was thinking of. Okay, Jesus right. Christ, you had me. Fu- I was about okay. to have a moment. <laughs> Sorry. So, okay. What I was saying is the the um, the thing that actually turned me on to this today. It was really odd. Like somehow this video came out, but then also there's there's this group in Milwaukee known as the Kia Boys. And the Kia boys do nothing but steal Kias and Hyundais and take them on massive joyrides. So you should 100% watch the Kia boys video documentary. It's on YouTube. Just search Kia boys documentary. Um, I think it's Trevor or Travis G or something that does it. It's this white dude that goes into really, uh, you know, impoverished and violent communities and asks the people what they're about. And he interviews these kids and they just have no shit. Like they don't care about the human lives that they're destroying and about the potential of, you know, the impact of their actions. And they're just there living, you know, what they see life is the fullest, no matter how negative it might be. Cause they're like, Oh, well stealing a car is only a misdemeanor and cops don't even follow up on it. So as long as you're not killing anybody, Stealing that car doesn't really matter in society. And these these elders are like, we're trying to tell them don't do it. You know, like they have like the the, the other thing that the the the, the older generation, they're they're 30, 40, right? Like, you know, in our generation, we didn't have dads. These kids have dads, they have moms. They're working, but they have good parental structure at home. And like this is just what they choose to do with their free time because they live in the hood and you know this is a thing and the entire town of milwaukee at the moment is like literally rental car companies are saying do not park this in milwaukee county it will get stolen (laughs) like when you rent a kia from them so I, i don't know man like and it all it all intertwines because these these same kids make the fucking gang rap music that they're you know, advancing their Kia boy v whoever gang warfare with, and it's a fucking mess. It's it's really a problem, <clears throat> but it's not a problem that they're. I don't know. Like, it's a problem that society needs to address. That uh, why why is this happening? Why do these kids think this is a good option? You know, like the fact that they're choosing it is our fault. It's not like a, a kid shouldn't have the option to even think that this is an option, you know? Yeah. <laughs> well, I just like, that's a whole fucking conversation. It is. I agree. Maybe to be continued on the next episode or something. I have a whole lot of opinions on, on stuff like that. Anything down that vein I, I could talk about just forever. Yeah. Tune into our new podcast and stuff like that with Willem. Uh, we've got, <laughs> like we cover topics on this and that and other stuff like that. Yes. Let's lay it down, Brian. I'm down with that. Hey, uh, why, 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 why not turned into a real thing? So yeah, why, why not? not did it did. And it's huge, bigger than anybody could have ever imagined. It is the biggest podcast I've ever seen with my own two eyes. Well, I, we need to, uh, we need to name our podcast network, you know, like Malcolm Gladwell's got his pushkin. <laughs> Malcolm Gladwell's got his, I'm going to revise my own history, revisionist history podcast. 
that listen, oh, really? Malcolm Gladwell. I had mad respect for Malcolm Gladwell, and then he came out and said what he did about fucking remote work, and he can lick my taint. Agreed. He can lick my fucking <laughs> sweaty nutsack. Anyway, uh, you know who can't lick my sweaty nutsack? Not because I don't want them to. I would love for them to, but they don't. They deserve better than that's what I'm saying. Our wonderful listening audience, thank you all for listening this week and every week to our our show. Um, please uh, take a minute and uh, rate, review, and subscribe um, on your favorite podcast app. Tell a friend. Check us out over on social media. No beer left behind cast or no beer left. No beer left cast. Jesus Christ, it's been a while. Uh, on Twitter, Instagram, and uh, yeah, if you have a minute and you're over on TikTok. Um, might I suggest you check out Mr. G30. That's, or I'm sorry, Mr. Go30. Mr. Go30. Uh, if you're into uh, football uh, reviews and uh, poking fun at people who played like shit this week, Mr. G30 is the way to go. All right. Uh, for Brian here in North Texas, until next time, I am out. Uh, I'm in Tulsa. I think you can all agree that what the hell is Mr. G30? I'm going to have to check it out. Mr. Go 30. Mr. Go 30. Mr. Go 30. He he yeah. rips on people and gives them, or he like gives, he gives like a, a film review, uh, like as if he was uh, reviewing film with the players who fucked up the day before. Uh, in oh. various football games, like oh, I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna play this for a second. All right, ain't no little boys in this room, right? I'm talking to grown ass men. I right, say so y'all gonna be held accountable. All right, give it to the tight end, right? Here's Jacobs. All right, my uniform looks so nice. It's all that really matters to me. All right, I should make this tackle. All right, but I ain't put in no work this whole offseason. Didn't lift up a thing, not even the name of Jesus. So I get tossed to the side like grape tomatoes on a salad, and I gotta watch the rest of the play from my back like Abraham Lincoln. Okay, <laughs> like it's shit like that. It's clever. I fucking love it. Anyway, that's yeah, the shit great. that I'm into lately. Hey, it's uh, it's definitely as good, if not. No, you know. don't you don't you dare, Villem, <laughs> Villem, say your goodbyes. Can't tell time. Big Ben's gone. I'm gonna fucking. I. Uh, yeah. Thank you for listening. Talk to you later. Bye, Frank. <laughs> Apologies. Thank you for listening. I've got a quick quick dad joke that I think you'll enjoy, Brian. So I'm going to lead it in with it's a dad joke. Thank you for at least and I laugh. Okay. So what does a cannibal call a pregnant woman? What? A kinder surprise. God. Are you going to do the thing or am I just going <laughs> to... I'm out. <laughs> <Beep>. <laughs>